What's up, everyone? Welcome to your weekly tech update, the show that explores the newest, coolest, and craziest side of tech available on the interwebs. I am your tech fanatic, Ray McNeil. Coming up on the program today, we're talking Enreal. Their light mixed reality glasses are going on sale next year for $4.99. This Japanese toaster costs $270 US, and it only makes one slice at a time. And happening in this week's What The, a man restoring a classic synthesizer goes on a nine-hour acid trip after accidentally touching an LSD-covered knob. That and a whole lot more coming up on today's edition of your weekly tech update, next. everyone. The Rock recently teamed up with Under Armour to release a pair of wireless earbuds designed specifically for the gym. Priced at $199, the new UA True Wireless Flash Pocket Rock Edition are taking aim at Apple's PowerBeats Pro. With an IPX7 rating, the uh, Project Rock Buds are both sweat and water resistant, which is perfect for the gym. Unfortunately, they don't bestow the movie star's good looks and overall intensity. But the golden Brahma bowl insignia on uh, each bud definitely looks a lot more appealing than the Namby Pamby Beats logo. Similar to the Jabra Elite Active 65T and Samsung Galaxy Buds, the Project Rocks have a feature that lets ambient noise into the soundscape. It's a pretty cool feature that will come in handy for people who like to exercise outdoors, who don't necessarily want to succumb to sneak attacks from Stone Cold Steve Austin. In terms of endurance, Under Armour is estimating a five-hour battery life with an extra 20 hours of power via their charging case. Many of us have had the chance to experience virtual reality now. I absolutely love it. And whether it's the larger VR systems that require a separate console, or the simpler headsets that only require your smartphone, well, they're pretty much uh, both groundbreaking technology in my opinion. But now, they're not the only reality-altering headsets that are available. Mixed reality headsets offer a blend of virtual reality with a little bit of augmented reality thrown in, layering virtual images over the real life. The Enreal Lite is Enreal's attempt to bring that tech to market, packed into a small package that's easy enough to wear and use out in public. Enreal has finally broken its silence and given us a launch date and a price. The Enreal Lite will be available next year with prices for the consumer model starting at only $4.99. That puts it well within line of the other VR headsets on the market. Here's everything you need to know about the Unreal Light. The uh, light isn't a pair of sunglasses like uh, North Focals, and you're not expected to wear them all the time. Instead, the Unreal Light will be a gadget just like your VR headset that you wear for specific experiences, much like the Magic Leap 1 or the Microsoft HoloLens 2. Unlike those previous two examples, however, Unreal's emphasis on creating a uh, compact, lighter headset is uh, quite remarkable. That said, they're still on the chunkier side for a pair of sunglasses, and you'll definitely look a little silly while you're wearing them outside. Thankfully, this is a product you don't need to go outdoors to enjoy. 
It's possible to use it with certain smartphones to enjoy content outdoors. If you choose otherwise, feel free to uh, act like a crazy person in your own home. The glasses section of the in real light is connected to a puck that houses the device's components and a battery. You even have a removable circular remote to uh, use the device with. The remote feels like a smooth pebble and is used to interact with your augmented reality interface. Combined, the whole device is lightweight and small, making it portable enough to use on the go. Two cameras and sensors on the front of the glasses are used to project images onto surfaces in the real world. And the device can detect a user's movement to keep those images locked in place, allowing for movement toward and around the images. Speakers in the arms of the glasses allow you to hear the action as it unfolds. The Enreal Light Consumer Kit will be able to connect to compatible XR-optimized Snapdragon 855 smartphones to uh, power even more content. If that device is 5G enabled, then you're going to be able to take the device outdoors with support from world-leading 5G carriers. Prices for the Enreal Light Consumer Kit will start at $499, but it won't be fully available till sometime in 2020. The Enreal Light Developer Kit is quite a bit more expensive at $1,199, but that starts shipping in September of this year. This is awesome. Air Selfie has announced that they are launching their pre-order campaign for AirPix on Indiegogo. It's the next generation of the original Air Selfie, engineered with more features for a revolutionary new user experience that is going to change selfie taking forever. AirPix is the brand new personal selfie photographer that can autonomously capture every moment in life just while it's happening. It fits in your pocket and is always ready to shoot anytime, anywhere from a cool new perspective, impossible with a handheld camera. Measuring 4 by 3.3 inches and a little over half an inch thick, AirPix is smaller than an iPhone X, and its ultralight chassis weighs less than 1.83 ounces, about the same as a golf ball. AirPix features four powerful motors integrated into the chassis to guarantee an extra safety hand landing in indoor flying and protection from external damage. It features a 12 megapixel camera with 70 degrees field of view. That's a pretty wide angle that also lets you take full HD videos at 30 frames per second. And uh, that means that you could share it with friends and followers on social media without having to down convert it at all. Smooth air technology combines an optical flow sensor, visual positioning, and an internal vertical stabilization barometer it all goes together to guarantee a steady, smooth flight for the best picture possible. AirPix features three very simple ways to pilot it, with one-touch autonomous flight. You're able to launch, fly, and take selfies with the push of one button by using Capture Me technology. That's a different way. AirPix flies three to five feet away from you, finds you, and then takes five, ten, or fifteen photos, or even continuous video, and then returns back on all by itself. Or you can select the 360-degree view mode. An AirPix flies several feet away and then takes multiple photos or video while rotating 
all the way around you. It's pretty cool. The exciting new sync control feature also allows you to pilot and take selfie photos or videos for the very first time without a connection to a smartphone using simple gestures and movements. It has an eight gig micro SD card that uh, it says will let you take hundreds of photos and record hours of video. However, eight gigs doesn't seem a lot to me. And the six plus minute flight time allows for all the time that you need to get the perfect shot. AirPix can also be taken around in its equally cool and stylish docking station. It's also a power bank where it will be continuously charging and always ready for the next selfie or insta moment. You can pre-order your own for under $100 right now on their Indiegogo campaign. Amazon's getting a little ahead of itself with Motorola's upcoming Moto Z4. The phone maker hasn't even announced the device yet, but uh, the mod-ready device has been delivered to a customer already somehow. Again, we don't know how this has happened, but it has happened because he put an unboxing video on the web. Someone managed to order the Moto Z4 and it actually showed up in the mail complete with a 360 degree camera Moto Mod that Motorola will apparently be tossing in for free alongside this phone that again hasn't even been announced. According to Amazon's listing, the Moto Z4 features a 6.4-inch OLED screen at a resolution of 2340 by 1080. Underneath it is an in-display fingerprint reader. Powering the Z4 is a Snapdragon 675 processor, which is newer than the 670 chipset in the recently released Pixel 3a. The Z4 includes 128 gigs of built-in storage, expandable with a micro SD, four gigs of RAM, a 3600 milliamp hour battery, and of course that includes fast charging and a headphone jack. All other specs can be seen on their listing, which was grabbed online. The Amazon page has been pulled right now, but uh, unfortunately for Motorola, it remains accessible via catch and of course the internet time machine. This listing is for the Amazon exclusive model of the Z4, which comes preloaded with Alexa and several other of the company's apps. It'll cost $4.99 and based on a screenshot someone took before Amazon removed the second listing, the standard unlocked Z4 will cost about the same. The buyer has posted an unboxing video on YouTube with some hands-on impressions. If you do want to check out the full video, you can go find it there. He seems generally impressed by the device, its aluminum build, and its display, which features a half-circle notch cutout. By notch standards, this looks fairly unobtrusive and is definitely smaller than what's been on many other phones this year, including some of Motorola's own. With Amazon being able to already ship units out, the Z4's proper announcement and release are likely coming very soon. It'll be squaring off against the Pixel 3a, which is almost certainly to have a superior camera, Motorola's own G7 series at the lower end, and devices like the OnePlus 7 Pro that are priced a couple of hundred dollars higher. But none of those other phones can run on a 5G network at least yet, whereas the Z4 will almost certainly support Motorola's 5G Moto Mod.
iRobot recently announced its yearly cleaning robot upgrades. And, as usual, there is a new Roomba RoboVac, the Roomba S9 Plus. This year, however, the company is also releasing a new full-sized mop bot, the Brava Jet M6. First up, the vacuum. The big upgrade in the S9 Plus is an all-new shape. The Roomba ditches the iconic round puck design for a D-shaped robot. This is copied straight from iRobot's main rival, Neato Robotics. And as Neato has been saying for years, the D-shape allows the robot to better get into the corners of your house. The underside of the Roomba S9 Plus looks just like a Neato, in fact, with a cleaning brush pushed out to the edge of the robot and a corner-mounted rotary sweeper. In its round designs, iRobot would have put the cleaning brush in between the wheels of the robot, and the D-shaped design allows for a much wider brush and larger cleaning area. The Roomba's original round design happened as a navigation aid, pretty much. It's a lot harder for a round robot to get stuck. So now that the S9 Plus has quarters it will be swinging around, it will need to be smarter about its movement. That's it. The new Neato-style design seems to be the only new thing the Roomba is bringing to the table this year. The robot did get a massive upgrade last year, though, and all of those features are still on the S9+. Plus. These include an awesome new dock system that will actually empty out the dustbin for you via its own vacuum system, dustbin, and a special cleaning port on the bottom of the robot. There's also the returning navigation Wi-Fi connectivity and app system, which all combine to do things like map your home and allow you to name each room. You can then give commands like go clean the kitchen, and the device will clean only that room without the need for awkward lighthouses or magnetic strips. The bot supports Google and Alexa assistance as well, so you can actually tell it clean the kitchen and your robot minion will get to work. The bad news is the price, $1,000 without the fancy dock, which is another $349 when purchased separately. The whole package, however, together is $1,299, and if you've ever vacuumed your whole home, well, you know that that's really not a lot of money to not have to vacuum again. And we haven't even mopped the floors yet. For longtime robot owners, the iRobot's RoboMop is the really big deal this year. iRobot is finally producing a modern mop bot, taking a lot of cues from the new Roomba line and the tiny bathroom cleaning Brava Jet 240. The mop bot carries water inside the robot body and has a front sprayer. iRobot doesn't say how much liquid the new Brava will carry or how many square feet it will clean, but it is clearly a lot as the water reservoir, the large silver disc-looking thing, now takes up pretty much the majority of the bot's body. The new Brava navigates just like the vacuums with proper SLAM, that stands for Simultaneous Localization and Mapping Functionality, meaning it maps the room as it mops, mops in straight lines, and can identify and mop only certain rooms if you tell it to. The satellite cube-based navigation of the old Mint bot is absolutely dead now, and there's now a charging dock that the device will automatically park itself in, and if it runs out of power during a cleaning session, it can charge up and then resume where it left off. 
pretty dang cool. The new Brava and Roomba robots share an app and can share maps of your home like the Roomba. The new Brava even has Wi-Fi. So in addition to ordering them around via the app, you can also shout at your Google or Alexa assistants and tell your robots to get to work. If you actually buy both of iRobot's new cleaning bots together, they will work together with a new feature iRobot is calling Imprint Link Technology. It just means the mop will turn on after the vacuum finishes and mop the entire room that was just cleaned. The BravaJet M6 is retailing for $4.99, so if you want to actually use this Imprint Link technology, that's $1,800 for the beginnings of your robot cleaning army. Both robots are on sale today at iRobot.com. The drone presented at this year's Maker Fair in the Bay Area is absolutely amazing, and for several reasons. First, it looks just like the real LEGO helicopter, with each piece cut and painted to perfection. That includes the classic minifig pilot. In fact, the drone actually reproduces a helicopter from a real Legoland set, the classic set 6396 International Jetport, which Woodworth says was his uh, favorite of the Lego helicopters. But what is more amazing is actually seeing it fly. It is really weird as the rotor moves too slowly to take flight. Not to mention the fact that the weight and aerodynamics of the ABS plastic bricks would never allow such a thing to fly no matter its scale. Of course, the rotor is just for show. It even moves at the same speed of other motorized LEGO helicopters. The actual lift, however, is generated by a quad rotor setup, with each rotor anchored to the studs at each end of the helicopter's legs. The entire thing weighs four pounds but it looks a whole lot heavier. Other than drones, Woodworth also makes unusual submarines, like an A-Wing Rebel fighter. Woodworth told Tested that the A-Wing is part of his current submarine kick, taking Star Wars models and adding parts for underwater navigation. Perfectly made toast isn't just an obsession in Japan, it's actually a business opportunity. Over the past few years, there's been a quiet boom in the pursuit of expertly reheated bread, from high-end toasters and premium loaves to cafes catering to connoisseurs seeking that satisfying crunch. Joining the fray is the next best thing for sliced bread. A toaster designed for just one task, making a single piece of toast flawlessly. Made by Mitsubishi Electric, better known for its refrigerators and rice cookers, the bread oven hit store shelves last month, retailing for about 29,000 yen. That's about $270 US. While that might seem expensive, Japanese consumers are already used to paying top price for toasters. The popular Balmuda, which uh, debuted a few years ago, sold for about 230 bucks. We wanted to focus on the single slice and treat it with respect, said the person in charge of technical development at Mitsubishi Electric's home appliance division. Our technology and know-how from rice cookers helped us come up with a way to trap and seal moisture. That's crucial. 
Balmuda's toaster uses a small amount of water to keep bread from drying out. Mitsubishi Electric's bread oven uses a different method, sealing a single slice inside a metal box and transferring heat through two plates at temperatures as high as 260 degrees Celsius. That's about 500 degrees Fahrenheit. There's nothing more enchanting than the perfect slice of toast, says the founder of the Japan Butter Toast Association, which sounds half-baked, but it does actually exist. You can't help but be elated. It helps that bread in Japan is tailored for toast, called shoku pan. Japanese-style square bread has been around for years. Think of a high-quality version of Wonder Bread. The toaster boom has its origins in the desire to have soft, chewy bread that tastes and feels like it came out of a baker's oven. The bread oven is shaped more like a waffle maker. As a result, clamshell design isn't exactly forgiving when it comes to rolls or baguettes. It can handle cheese or even an egg on top, though, and the French toast is awesome, they say. Clad in faux wood veneer, the gadget is meant to be used at the dinner table, not the kitchen counter. Time for some express headlines, a rundown of stories that I just couldn't fit into the show, but I thought deserved a little attention. Terminator Dark Fate brings back a familiar face. Tesla launches a pricey wireless charging pad for the Model 3. LG's 8K OLED TV is as big as it is expensive. FedEx Express kicks Amazon to the curb. IKEA is working on robotic furniture for small apartments and, in a related story, has recreated the living rooms from Friends, Stranger Things, and The Simpsons in one of their stores. MTV is bringing back Punked in 10-minute segments. NASA opens the International Space Station to commercial ventures. Uber's Copter's $200 flights launch in New York City July 9th. Robert Downey Jr. is basically just Tony Stark at this point. And finally, KFC now has straight-up fried chicken skin, at least in Indonesia. Come on, you know we'll get it in America eventually. And finally, happening in this week's What The, there are plenty of wild rumors, mythologies, and eyebrow-raising stories from the long history of music, including claims that parts of synthesizers designed by electronic music pioneer Don Buchla had been dipped in LSD. But as engineer Elliot Curtis recently discovered, those claims might actually hold some truth. Curtis, a broadcast operations manager at the KPIX 5 CBS affiliate in San Francisco, volunteered to fix and restore a Buchla Model 100 modular synthesizer, which was owned by Cal State University. As Curtis was disassembling the module that appears to have been added to the Buchla Model 100 after it was delivered to the school, he noticed a crystal-like residue stuck under one of the instrument's knobs. In an attempt to dislodge it, he blasted it with a cleaning solvent and simply tried to rub it off with his finger. 45 minutes later, he started to experience a tingling sensation, the beginnings of an acid trip. That would last for nine hours. Three separate chemical tests later identified the crystallized substance as LSD, which can be absorbed through the skin and can survive for decades. 
Thanks for watching your weekly tech update. If you have a story you think we should feature on the program, you need to send me an email, djraymcneil at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at your weekly tech update and check out the podcast, audio and video versions available on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Audioburst, and elsewhere on the interwebs. Till next time, I'm Ray McNeil. Good night, world.